Guys, welcome to Minefields. We got Forbidden Door. And I'm probably gonna lose. <laughs> Man, come on, you're just over two. Um, actually over three, but we didn't get to record the last one. Yeah, you would have been over three. Yeah, I would have been over three. <laughs> um, I'm I'm digging the the graphic. It's full on Doctor Who. That is totally Doctor Who. I hadn't thought about that, but you're not wrong. Full on Doctor Who. I'm I'm digging it. Like the um, even the logos of the sponsors. The, the United Center doesn't offend the eye. It's not like one of the mm-hmm. one of those old feds we used to work for that would litter everything with a, a freaking uh, logo of a sponsor. No, this is a great graphic and. Let's see how we do, man. Like, uh, how you doing tonight, man? It's good to see you. Uh, doing all right, man. Doing all right. Can't complain. Freaking, uh, picked up a, uh, I got a fun little pickup from the, uh, from the mailbox today. Let's see this. Got a, picked up Alpha Flight 33 and 34. Uh, for those in the know, this is the ca- first appearance cameo as well as the first full appearance of Lady Deathstrike. Now, I am a huge fan of Lady Deathstrike. She's one of my, like, X2, when they did her wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they did a really good job casting her. Yep. She wasn't nearly as vicious as she should have been. No, yeah, oh, no, yeah, it definitely was, uh, she was definitely toned down. Now, I get it that, that she was under mind control, but the second she wasn't, there should have been like eight heads cut off in that first scene. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's one of those uh, different times kind of things. Freaking, if they read it or now, I think it'd be well, maybe not now under the uh, Disney auspices, but they definitely. I think it'd be uh, completely different now. Correct. So hopefully one day they'll bring her back, and maybe Disney will prove me wrong and they'll go full bore with it. But we'll see what happens. It needs to happen. It absolutely does. I mean, but today Gambit died, or Wednesday Gambit died. Did he? Um, I picked up my weekly yet. Yeah, he uh, he died in the uh, other world, so they're not going to be able to copy him the way he was. And mm-hmm. I saw a few different articles, some clickbait articles. Gambit's dead. Gambit ain't dead. Nah. However. Latest issue of X Men. Mm-hmm. The uh, gentleman, let me pull it up. Here's my iPad. That Cyclops has been hunting. I don't got it here. Is actually the original Nathaniel Essex. And instead of a diamond in the middle of his eyes, he's got of, uh, the three clubs. Oh, cool. And he's supposedly the original, like, the first one. That's what I would say, too, if I wasn't the first one. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) But, um, yeah, so Gamut might come back and not have the memories for the past couple months. No big deal. But in this issue, uh, Cyclops met up with a homie from uh, the Beagle that had his mind wiped. Mm-hmm. And 
They didn't restore his memories. They, they actually offered to restore his memories, and he said, no, I don't want that to happen because it'll be your, your recollection of what my memory should be. But the story I got is even better. And now the whole world knows that the mutants have conquered death. And only, only if you're a mutant. It was a pretty elite club. The TV's really loud, man. Yep. Give me a sec. Sorry, guys, we had a little bit of technical difficulties there, but uh, yeah, we're here to do Forbidden Door. And um, we're get started. We have um, 30, 33 minutes to anniversary of a horrible event. Um, lost my big brother five years ago to lymphoma. Dude, I drove through Texas going 150 miles an hour. Oh, jeez. And I only got pulled over because I California rolled through a stop sign in some random punk-ass town. And the the cop was like, "What's that?" Like, That's my vape. And I let him smell it. <laughs> he didn't give me a ticket. I got lucky because um, I was just like, you know, you know, when like you're going like as fast as you can, and you get to, all of a sudden it goes to like 25. Like when we get to yeah. uh, we get to like run our way to Lubbock, like I made it on time and got nice. got to say goodbye. And I'm bringing it up because my big brother was an asshole. And he's going to make sure that all of my picks are wrong. And I'm going to owe you 50 bucks. Oh, yeah, at least. Uh, at least. At least. But, like, his name is Jim. And uh, he helped me kick some serious bad habits. And um, wouldn't be here without him. And uh, I think about him every day. And, um, right, here's you, Mr. Jim. Mr. Jim Bell. I love you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. <coughs> but he's going to make sure I get fucked on this bet. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be, like, it, uh, that, that was just his nature. <laughs> like, yeah. don't do this. Yeah. So in honor of Jim, we are going to drop the abuela-friendly... Motif for this particular episode. Uh, we are definitely dropping a bully friendly because, like, I think he'd enjoy that. He would. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. So, what are we doing? First? Alrighty. So, so. Well, actually, let's let's start off. Let's name the let's name the win first. Well, actually, I think we start off with just like the um, how impactful that this is actually happening. Yeah, it's a, it's. Definitely, it's it's super interesting, man. It's you know, it's just two of the definitely two of the biggest companies worldwide working together. Freaking, um, it's super. It, it's interesting because like we've seen, you know, New Japan is definitely not afraid to work with other companies. They've definitely they've had a working relationship with CMLL right now. Right. They've got they've had a working relationship with Impact in the past. Re-honor. They've had a. You know, Ring of Honor, they had a working relationship for many, many years. You know, and AEW is, you know, AEW, we all know about how they had a, you know, they had a, a, a tiff, if you will. They had issues when AEW started. 
with the uh, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and a few others leaving New Japan to start. Yep. AEW. You know, fortunately, we're at a point where that is, at least for the most part, you know, a thing of the past. Yeah. So that's definitely definitely good. You know, we're getting to see some uh, some matches we wouldn't see otherwise. Yeah, so it's just definitely going to be uh, it's interesting. You know, I know uh, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people have said, you know, I think Tony Khan agreed that this isn't the pay-per-view that necessarily the card they necessarily wanted to put out initially between, um, you know, certain wrestlers not being able to make the show due to injury, certain wrestlers not being on the card because of their affiliation with AAA. And uh, uh, CMLL. Yeah, because CMLL is a partner with New Japan. Exclusive, so we couldn't get, like, Pentagon and all, all the good stuff. Pen- yeah, Pentagon, Phoenix, uh, Andrade, Elidolo, you know, a couple couple others, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's overall it's going to be a pretty, pretty fun card, pretty interesting. You know, we're here to bet on it, you know, to see who, uh, who again, see, see if Josh will step up. And take his place as the uh, the, the king <laughs> probably of uh, probably of, not. of you know of you know guessing wrestling. I actually really I'm on it. I'm on a two show role. I actually really enjoy buying comics, man, because uh, you're you, you you're you're so frugal. Um, but at the same time, I am frugal. I I, I really enjoy watching your face light up. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely fun to get those those comic books you wouldn't have otherwise. I know, and um, better when you don't have to pay for them, brother. (laughs) Let some other mark pay for them, brother. So, um, I was telling you uh, that someone had ruined my "Everyone Thinks I'm Gay" uh, gimmick um, the other day at New Era, Uh but I found a shirt to fix it. I just—I'm sure you did. I just sent it to you. It's 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 loading just sent. See if it comes up. I don't want anyone knowing I'm. I prefer the the ladies, but I I I, I, I get a kick out of people thinking that I'm queer. Um, well, I'm totally queer, but like the same time though, it's one of those things like that people like like oh he's totally gay or he's not, and uh, uh my gopher. My gopher. Who is very nice? <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> it's beautiful. That is a shirt I could totally, I could totally see you wear. Isn't it absolutely? It says Tom Savini made me gay, and and for those of you that know who Tom Savini is, stop listening to us right now. <laughs> uh, if you don't know who Tom Savini is, just just take take the show off. You don't like wrestling. You don't like horror. You suck. Uh, but uh, I'm, 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 I actually ordered it already. <laughs> I actually ordered it already. Um, of course you did. Ordered it already. Did you, did you, but did you drunkenly order it or did you soberly order it? I soberly ordered it in between uh, phone calls at the work ski today during the shoot job. Good, good to see time well spent. Time well spent. Time well spent. All right, so <laughs> I'm probably going to lose. My big brother's going to make sure I lose all of these bets. Um... I love watching Tony Morales' face light up when he collects, despite the fact... It is nice, I'm not going to lie. Despite the fact 
he always twists the knife. Like, like he, he doesn't just stab. He twists a little bit. I'm like, you feel that? I can, I can do more. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Here's your comic. But we've got freaking, uh, we're going to be Jim Lee in a week. Yeah, looking forward to it, man. We got Denver Comic Con coming up next week. Like, it's gonna be a gonna be a good time. Good time, man. We're gonna meet Belanger, man. Oh yeah, I forget that. Good old Andy Belanger. Oh fucking Belanger. Good writer of Mother Trucker. Mother Trucker, uh, artist on Southern Cross. Um, it's gonna be. I don't know what we're gonna do, man. Like I feel like I feel like. We're going to have a plan. And the only plan is to make sure we meet Jim Lee. <laughs> and, and then when the plan falls apart, we need another plan. And then when the plan falls apart, we need a plan. Exactly. Thanks for being on the same page. This is what happens when you're on minefields, walking through the minefields. Now, we got Forbidden World coming up. And I'm... I mean, like you mentioned earlier... That there was a little of a kerfuffle with New Japan and AEW right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this keeps working, like Suzuki showed up on a dynamite. Suzuki showed up, Kenta's been there, uh, Tomohiro Ishii. You know, uh, that was all prior Correct. to the uh, the formal announcement of Forbidden Door. And they, they, I love the fact how they did the graphics. Like, it was like full-on lion's head with little mm-hmm. AEW. Like, they, they didn't, they didn't pull the, this is our show and the, our logos and everything. They made all of the New Japan logos just flash everywhere. The first time that happened, like, I almost, I almost spit my drink out, man. Like, like, I was like, like this is happening and I mean it wasn't even just like back in the day before AEW even happened when you would find out that someone was being interchanged and they were cool with it this is totally different yeah well, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what happens man you know they're they're talking about this possibly being a yearly event I'm not so sure how excited I am about that aspect just cause I'm like yeah, this should feel. I feel like the one-off would feel more special. You know, you could always do it again, but like it being announced as oh, this could be an annual event is like okay. So if I miss this one, I can catch the next one. Right, and I, I see your point. But if they made it an annual, that would put the same two companies that aren't WWE on the same level that they appreciate and respect each other enough to have this sort of event. If this happens, honestly, man, before the elite left, if this had mm-hmm. happened, let's say it was New Japan and Ring of Honor doing something like this, mm-hmm. it would have been bigger than WrestleMania to me. Like, it, it would have meant so much more to me. Like, so... I, I, so I had investments in the Young Lions, let mm-hmm. alone, like, Saber or freaking Tanahashi. And, like, it, I had so much more investments in it. Like, it meant something to me. It, like, like, even though I paid my 11 yen to subscribe to New Japan, it, it was 11 yen well spent. 
Yeah. And now we're getting something that probably shouldn't be happening. We've got the Doctor Who in front of the freaking uh, teleportation Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange. The TARDIS. Yeah, yeah, the TARDIS and Doctor Strange. Like, 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 all right. We're about to have a lot of fun. And yeah, no, that'll be, it should be a good show, man. Looking forward to it. Freaking, you know. Now, before we start... Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie, though. I don't, I don't quite have all-in vibes. Like, I'm excited. I, I like the idea, but this this doesn't feel like... Like, all-in was an event. We're never going to have all-in vibes. <laughs> like, that was... That was... That was... Where, were, where was the sun in the sky and the silhouette of the moon when you went outside to take a quick breath just that that was happening? Not yeah. the same thing. Yeah. But before we get into the prediction, as a booker, as someone that mm-hmm. we've had so many changes, mm-hmm. CM Punk, not happening. Brian yeah. Danielson, not happening. How many times we are five minutes from New Era and we get a we get a phone call? Oh, brother, can't make it, and we got to make it work. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's what you got to do. It's got to think on the fly. You got to think on your feet. Figure out what makes sense and how you're going to make it. You know, make it work in the context of your individual show. And I agree. Now, what I'm asking you is, when you have to make those split decisions on the fly, whether it's a week mm-hmm. or a couple of days, let's say Dragon got hurt yesterday. Okay. And you had to make a split decision. What's going through your head? How do you make the decision? How do you make the executive decision? How do you depend on yourself? Or do you have any self-doubt? But then... Well, there's always, there's always going to be doubt. And that's, that's the nature of the beast. It doesn't matter if you've got, you know, your top local champion wrestling friggin'... You know, huge former WWE superstar. You know, there's always to be doubt. You know, can it? Will people believe it? Will people buy it? Will people buy this guy? You know, wrestling this huge name. Will he? Will he buy the? Will they buy the name working with this guy? You know, there's always going to be questions. Right. You know, in the, in the case of you know Brian Danielson and Zack Saber Jr., you know, we've got the uh, the thought process of. It's a guy they're bringing in. It's a guy that is going to join the Blackpool Combat Club. It's a guy that, in theory, is going to be as big as Daniel or Brian Danielson. Correct. And it's a guy that a can you know can work that kind of a great match with Zack Sabre Jr. But on the other hand is also as big of a star as Brian Danielson is because anything else is going to be a disappointment. I you know, AEW's had, you know, some disappointments, you know, some some you know, could be construed as their fault, some could be construed as completely not their fault. You know, like uh, the exploding cage, the exploding uh, death match last year. That the the, yeah. the 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 final explosion didn't work out, right? You know, said said that's an is what it is situation. You you at that point in that second you got to make do. 
you know, when they did the big announcement of the uh, the Hall of Fame worthy talent coming to AEW and it ended up being Christian Cage and not Kurt Angle. They, they you know, that one I would blame on AEW because they overhyped it. You, the thing about that is, while Christian is completely Christian Cage is completely a world class Hall of Fame caliber talent. You know, we if nothing else from that promo he cut this week. You know, freaking incredible. Uh, yeah, from if nothing else, you know that guy is definitely world class and a Hall of Famer. Should definitely, there's no doubt in my mind. You know, but uh, at the same time, when you have other other names that have been released in that same time period, you know that a certain amount of that fandom is going to be like. We expected this other person to come, and it wasn't this other person. Right. So now we're sad. Now you know, and freaking if you if you overhype stuff too much, you're you're it does it as much of if not worse damage than if you underhype something. This is exactly where I wanted you to go, and that wasn't actually my real question. I wanted you to lead you okay. in one direction, and I wanted to ask you. Let's say last minute decision. All of a sudden this is happening and this is where we're landing because this is the best we can do at the end of the, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like um for example uh, you know the the big hug at Madison Square Garden. Okay. If that never happened then we never would have had Triple H getting punished and getting the freaking King of the Ring taken away from him a couple months later. Mm-hmm. They, they gave to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. is walking out to the ring and uh, he's told that Jake the Snake just got a John 316 gimmick on you. And we get yep. probably, arguably, one of the best promos that's ever been cut of all time. And I don't know if I'd say the best, one of the best, but I would say one of the most overall influential. I dig it. I'm gonna I'm gonna subscribe to that. Overall influential. Yep. Great way to put it. Now we've you have been put in positions where we were on the way to New Era and we had to rearrange and Things went amazingly well. Mm-hmm. My question to you is: Do you ever have the aforementioned knowledge that something that you're about to choose make a hard decision? Talk to other members, and then we get something that you couldn't. Right. Like, for example, uh, Billy. That, that was one of the best. Billy winning the title was one of the best, including New Japan, including everything I've seen being a huge wrestling mark for a very long time. That was, <clears throat> that was one of the best wrestling moments I've ever experienced in my life. And I got to be there holding the camera. Do you... Are, are these ideas in any way in your head? Like, okay, maybe 
if we we're working what we got, CM Punk's gone, Danielson's gone, we can't use them. Now we're gonna do this. Does the idea ever intrude in your head like maybe this is for the best? Maybe this is gonna be even better than what we planned, despite the fact that we had best laid plans. Oh, we can yeah, I can definitely subscribe to that notion. You know, because like you said, sometimes something falls in your lap and you're just like, what the? You know, we're, we're just going to do this, you know? And sometimes, you know, you could definitely, like, you're definitely, oh, that's even that's an even better idea. Right. So, yeah, that, that definitely, you know, because sometimes, you know, when you're, if you're the one person putting the show together, sometimes, you know, you get kind of stuck in your own ideas. Right. And, like, it's like uh, communicating with somebody at work. You know, you have to realize that just because you say and mean something in a specific way does not necessarily mean that that is received in that same way. Right. You know, people's people's experiences, people's, the way people grew up, the way people's attitudes, that can all play into how they receive messages. And if you're... And that goes in back internally when you're putting together a show because one of the biggest things, one of the biggest faults that people will fall into is booking for booking shows for your own enjoyment. I enjoy this, so everybody else should enjoy this as well. Right. Or booking for the guys in the back. Huge mistake booking for yourself. Yeah. That's, you know, so, if, you, if you book stuff purely because you like it, you're playing to an audience one. Now, if you don't mind, and if I say something, I shouldn't. Just throw the X up and we'll stop, but... Work for a few different feds. I understand okay. how other feds work. But I've never worked for a fed where somebody that was exceptionally talented, and I'm not puffing on you, but I'm still puffing, you're an amazing wrestler. Like you were, yeah, all right. You're an astoundingly good wrestler, and you're on commentary, and you didn't put the belt on yourself. There's never been any sort of instance in New Era. <clears throat> and if you had done this, I, I I would second guess it. If if you if you had done the. Last Fed we worked for, put both belts on yourself after bitching about both belts being put on said Booker. I would have been really uncomfortable. Okay. Um, I would have been really like, you, you have no hypocritical stances. You just want the show to be kick-ass. And you... There's been a few times I know you could have gone out there and done some business, but you didn't. You never did it, and you have not done it. And um, you're making the show better in a different aspect. And I love it. I love it. I love the fact that you you're, you're just dedicated to the show. Most people that would have been a worker and then commentary would have been like F this uh, I'm better than this I, I, I should be working like um, 
but you're, you're making the product better every single night with Crazy Neat. God bless you, Crazy Neat. And now we're about to go to Forbidden Door where we're going through a product where who's going to... Who's going to make the other one look better? Or who's going to shit on the other one? Who's going to screw the other one over? Um, That sort of thing worries me. And what I'm trying to say is working with you does not worry me because you you want the best product possible. Um, Yeah. But when it comes to Forbidden Door, yeah, we're... AEW is possibly number 1.1 because you can't you can't fuck with the F man they're always going to be number one but uh, when it comes yeah. to when it comes to good product AEW is number one and a New Japan Pro is coming at us with trust do you what I'm do you what I'm, you get what I'm saying in terms, no, of, I dig a little deeper. In, in terms of like, um, we've got a product that isn't as big and as over because, like, uh, they were on Access TV for a while. Um, Lucha Underground was even bigger than that, like, um, just in terms of cable ratings. Um, yeah. And now we've got New Japan Pro getting into bed with All Elite Wrestling. Which is mm-hmm. which is number one for good product. Not necessarily good for most viewers, but absolutely number one when it comes to good product. Um, one point zero 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 nine nine is impact, and I'd be worried if I was a booker in New Japan that Oli would fuck me. Like, like, like we're, we've got a problem. Like, uh, we're, we're going to put some trust in these guys. But at the same time, though, we're, there's going to be some championship matches. Like, we're, if a belt is dropped, our belt is going to be in their fed. But they're also saying their belt's going to be in our fed. Um, that's worrisome to me. And, and considering the ratings and considering that New Japan... It is obviously number one in Japan and in a few other countries, but Ollie Wrestling is number one when it comes to good product. What do you do when you have that sort of fear? I mean, like, Tony Khan is, they've said he's like the, the number one wrestler ever. Where was the sun in the sky? What shirt were you wearing when this happened in ECW? Oh, my dad brought me. Mm-hmm. It was exactly eleven thirty-five. I remember looking at my watch. Um, that's a, that. That would worry me. That that these guys that have more money in the states than me are inviting me to do a show, Forbidden Door, mm-hmm. and it's live. Well, I mean, I, I think the the biggest thing you got to realize though is that. Everybody associated with both products should be about business. It's about making, you know, you know, this is this is a possible once in a lifetime thing. This could be a possible, you know, I've heard, we've all heard rumors about it becoming a yearly event. You know, I think at the end of the day, it's you know, both companies really have quite a bit to gain 
from this, you know, because uh, New Japan obviously was like a stronger foothold in the American market. Correct. And AEW is, as far as that goes, in um, in the United States, is the biggest stage they could currently be associated with. Because they're not, you know, WWE and New Japan probably aren't going to work together. Oh, no. And we know, we all, we all heard about them trying, uh, WWE trying to get with them a couple years ago in a, an attempt to keep uh, Daniel Bryan at the time you know and it didn't work out for whatever reason you know I, I don't work there I don't know but um yeah as far as New Japan's coming in and helping out and working with AEW it's to gain a better a better foothold in America you know they, they want to get more people out there and more more eyes on the product you know and it's you know it's an awesome product you know, as far as AEW, as far as AEW goes, I think it's more about legitimacy. You know, you want to freaking you know a multitude of the best wrestlers in the world wrestle for New Japan, and it it's a little bit it's a little bit of street cred to be like I stepped in the ring with Okada, I stepped in the ring with a Jay White, I stepped in the ring with a Tomohiro Ishii, a Tanahashi. Zack Sabre Jr. That that gives AEW a lot of street cred with their hardcore fans to be like, you know, come come check this out. You're gonna see, you know, us wrestle these guys. And it's it's a little bit of it's a little bit of, hey, we're gonna step our game up. And I think that's gonna be what a lot of the AEW talent is trying to do. I don't think you know, I don't think that the AEW talent has a candle to hold the New Japan. Some of them do, some of them don't. You know, it's some guys. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not knocking AEW with my statement. I think there's, you know, there are a lot of guys in there that are super talented. You know, like we we've had the conversation multiple times. There's guys there I'm not huge fans of. Right. But you know, that's my personal opinion as a wrestling fan. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm I'm more invested in the Young Lion program, formerly Young Young Boy Lion. Um, I love mm-hmm. the fact that Juice Robinson was offered to top spot and insisted on Young Lion. And uh, like if you if you watch any of the uh, old stuff from like five years ago, you'll see Switchblade. Mm-hmm. You'll see Switchblade. And Juice as young lions, like on the, like you know, helping uh, whoever out of the out of the the ring, putting the ice packs on, um, taking things down. Um, there's a certain degree of respect that New Japan has that eclipses my love of all the wrestling because it, it involves the work, it involves the dedication, it involves. Don't screw up. Just stay to the program. Like it, it, it's like, uh, hell, man, you, you you put me through things like this before. Like, do what you got to do, but show your loyalty. And yeah, and um, you want you want respect, you got to earn it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And when it comes to New Japan, it's got that extra juice, man. Like uh, I. I like, 
I hands down love the Young Lions matches mm-hmm. almost better than the the main events, and um, because I see these guys that are not allowed to do crazy moves, they're only fundamentals, and put over the fundamentals in just black trunks and black black boots, and yeah, that's an added spice that AEW is not have. And and I'm not, I'm not saying that they've screwed up not having that. I'm just saying that like we've had a lot. Frankly, we've had a lot of uh, just you left WWE and you got fired and hey, welcome here, brother. Um, I got a problem a little bit with that because but they do always book the good ones. Ember Moon, they got Ember Moon. Mm. Ember Moon was one of the best people in NXT to me. Yeah. No, she's amazing. Her finisher's phenomenal. Freaking uh you know you know, that's that's the thing. They're not just they're not just picking up everybody. Like they might they'll give some people some opportunities on like dark and elevation and whatnot. But you know, they're they're taking I mean, who who wouldn't want a Keith Lee on their roster? Oh. Who wouldn't want a Miro on their roster? You know Like that's that's a stupid question. Stupid that's that's a re- that's a really that's a really dumb way to look at it. Oh, they're former WWE stars. But no, they, these guys these guys are freaking hot properties. You know, if freaking Keith Lee wasn't here, Keith Lee'd be in New Japan, or Keith Lee would be in Impact. Somebody was gonna take Keith Lee. Agreed. Agreed. And it was just AEW that freaking made it happen. And you know, and that that goes up and down the roster. Freaking Miro, Adam Cole, Red Dragon. You know, the list goes on and on and on, and deservedly so. And 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 the one if, thing that they, they always compare it to, uh, I see all the rag sheets compare AEW to WCW, just scooping up everyone that's loose from w, the from from the F. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't believe that they they scoop in good workers. That want to do work and make good art. Yeah. And and that that that's a big deal to me is making good art. Like it, it's not just like Razor Ramon and Hulk Hogan. No, they want people to make good art that make things happen and get people bubbling. And I'm 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 all about it. And we that new era. To me, our our roster is sacred. There are people yeah. on our roster. Did uh, freaking um, Damien? Uh, his wife was backstage talking to um, Noel, and I'm like, okay. "You're you're Damien's wife," and she's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Have you? Yes, just got engaged," and she's like, "Yeah, I'm, yeah, pretty happy about it." I'm like, "I'm happy about it too." Do me a favor. Don't buy a photographer or a DJ. And she's like, excuse me? And I was like, yeah. We have the sound system. I, I've got the control system. I got Bridget. How about you book me to let us use all of our stuff and take photos for you and you don't pay a dime. Just make sure I get pay for, pay for my gas and feed me. And she's like, are you, are you kidding me? I'm like, no. No, I got Br- Bridget. Bridget will be in call on the uh, Bridget for you. Uh, my feelers don't know is the name of my camera. 
Bridget man, call. Yeah, we'll we'll take you your wedding photos. Don't don't pay two thousand dollars for a photographer and three thousand for a DJ. Got a big old hug, and, and and that's family, and that's the way it works. And when it comes to what we're talking about in New Japan and uh, all the wrestling, they play ball with people that play ball and do good good work. And yeah. And but backstage, like like, I mean, I would kill to have any of the footage backstage of all these guys that had been an impact. And New Japan and Ring of Honor and uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla and whatever little bullshit feds that they did shows for 50 bucks. And this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. I would kill for that footage and, and to see them be bros and like, man, I, I, like, I'm getting married in a couple weeks. I emailed you. That's my old email. I called you. That's my old... Like, here's my new one. Um, I would kill for all that. Like, like the, the one thing that I'm really excited about is the brosiveness of this, this show that... It's a fan fest, man. Yeah, no, it'll be... Uh, it'll be super awesome, that's for sure. Well, let's go into the bet. What are we doing? All right. So we got a you know fifty dollar limit always you know um, I'm gonna when I win and I retain my championship as the king El Rey uh, I'm gonna go with Detective Comics four seventy five the first appearance of the Laughing Fish and I am going with um, King Spawn. The graded one at Uncle Ed's. I've got, I've got, I've got three of them, but he's got a consignment deal. He's got a consignment deal there, and uh, I want the uh, the graded one. I don't don't have any graded comic books, but usually I'm abject to graded comics because you can't get them out. But I already got a couple of them and. Uh, awesome. These mean a lot to me. These the 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 recent like new Spawn universe, uh, Scorch, the Scorch, uh, Gunslinger, King Spawn, Uncle Ed's got him. Which, and he will the, and he will keep them. Which by <laughs> the way, which by the way, Ed's comics, cards, and collectibles open Monday through Friday and Saturday. Till six PM, but not on Sunday. If you That's uh, true. if you subscribe Uncle Ed, Ed must rest. If you subscribe to Ed, he'll give you what do we get? Like a fourteen percent? Twenty percent. Twenty percent discount if you sign up for a any subscriptions. Uncle Ed will take yep. care of you. He'll make sure he Uncle Ed actually will freaking uh, hold all your holds your pulls while you're deployed. Even if it's three years, and all your comments yep. will be waiting for you. You're not wrong. He's a great man. Oh, he's a great man. Yep. I, like, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I, sir, I saw him turn water into cheap whiskey for me one time. 
Because should have been scotch. I feel like I feel like editing scotch. Well, I'd spend all my money at his place, and I use up all my money, and hence how he's able to afford the scotch. And, and, and uh, <laughs> I, I had no money, no money for any more whiskey. And Uncle Ed turned fountain water into whiskey. Get fucked up, brother. <laughs> nice. Oh, by the way. All uh, right. But hold on, hold on. The uh, Batman poster got dibs on it. You saw that, right? I had, you did say that. That Batman poster, uh, the artist posted one of the posters that was printed out in Spain with him, and it ain't nothing compared to what Ed has on the wall. So hopefully it doesn't nice, nice. Doesn't matter. I want that poster. So, Uncle Ed's comments and cards, he will get it done. He will hold your, he will hold your pools. I'm pretty sure Ed... Is responsible for uh, the last time I fell in love. I can see that. This girl went into the store, didn't have the comics, she tripped and fell. I was outside. I helped scrape her knee. Obviously, we broke up, but I'm glad I made sure that Joshua Michael was outside. That's what Ed does. Uh, isn't isn't uh, Morales Jr.'s middle name Ed? No. <laughs> it's Floyd after Deadshot, but neither here nor there. But uh, but Ed approved it though, right? He did. Yes, he did. All right, so let's get the bet. All right, so fifty fifty dollar bet. You want Detective Four Seventy Five? I want. King Spawn graded at Eds. King Spawn graders at Eds. All right, so we've got nine matches, and on top of the nine, each point, each match correct is one point. All right. But we are also throwing in two bonus questions, which we will reveal as we go through the bet. Which uh, for each correct answer on a bonus p- question, you get two points. All right. Let's do it. So we are going to start out our opening round Interim. with a AEW Women's World Title match. We have the defending champion Thunder Rosa taking on Tony number one contender Tony Storm. Joshua Michael, who do you have and why? Oh, Thunder Rosa! <laughs> like, like, there's under no circumstances is Thunder Rosa going to lose in this man. Like. Like, she was left out of All In. Absolutely, under no circumstances, is she going to lose, but it's going to get goddamn close. There's going to be some serious, like, this is going to be a knockdown drag out where, where uh, uh, we've talked about uh, different feds here in Colorado that start out when they put out their lesser talent mm-hmm. early in the show. Uh, to build up to the bigger talent. But that's the worst thing you can do because by the time intermission happens, the crowd's going to leave because they're bored as shit. And we're going to have a knockdown dragout where we are absolutely going to think Thunder Rose is going to lose, but I'm calling Thunder Rosa. Alrighty. Th- Thunder Rosa, well. Thunder Rosa was the best part of uh, NWA for me. 
Oh yeah, no, totally, hands down. Hands down, like like, like she'd come out, she cut a promo in sp- half in Spanish, half in English, but then she'd just knock it down in in in, in the freaking ring, and then you're just like, what the fuck just happened? That was amazing, and the uh, one of the things I really want to point about Thunder Rosa is is that under no circumstances, and this is this is actually a thing uh, for you. Marks out there that don't understand this. You're not watching a women's match waiting for a men's match that's bigger, that's going to be more exciting. Under no circumstances is that what's happening. You're going to see a badass person kick some ass. Kick some serious ass. And and you're going to be like, well, I could probably go home now. That is how much I love Thunder Rosa. She, she. I, I don't, am, am I alone on that? Because uh, when it, when it comes to her, she just knows how to work the crowd. She knows how to work a match, and it's never. I, I'm not watching a like when I watch WBF or E. I'll see some women's matches, and they suck. There's been some good ones. I'm not saying that there's not. All I'm saying. Is that I watch a Thunder Rosa match, and it's just a, it's just a fucking melee. It's a fucking ass whooping. It, it it is it is great technicality in the ring. It is great psychology, and she puts people over more than she ever should be. And I love that about her. She she really works that hard, and makes the people that she beats look better than they should. And I'm calling Thunder. Alrighty. So let me tell you why I think Thunder Rosa might lose. <laughs> Britt Baker, DMD. For the she's for not. She's not on the card. Thunder Rosa beat her for the belt, and on top of that, she has been instrumental in the last year and a half. Of AEW programming. I agree. But how are we going to settle if Thunder Rosa loses because of interference? Because I don't think that's fair. No, I'm not saying it's fair. I'm just saying Britt Baker will be there. All right. Britt Baker might, you know, let's just say Britt Baker interferes. Cost Thunder Rosa the belt to Tony Storm. Because, A, she, she doesn't like Thunder Rosa. Tony Storm can't And, B, she also really doesn't like Tony Storm. And on top of that, her and Tony Storm have already exchanged wins. Britt's got one win over Tony. Tony's got one win over Britt. Inherently, Britt slides in as no more contender. Or, and maybe that whole time, maybe Thunder Rosa's wrestling Reba Rebel. Maybe she's wrestling Jamie Hayter. Maybe she brings in somebody else into the fold. Because that's, you know, the way Britt Baker works. I say we add an exclamation point to this match. Okay. I say if Britt Baker does interfere and helps Thunder Rosa win because she doesn't want any of these other assholes to win, you, we both get a point. I, I, I would say that 
that would be a good call. Oh, I was just screwing with you. There's absolutely no way Thunder Rosa's losing this match. Thunder Rosa for the win. No, Thunder Rosa for the win. But if, if you're going to call... Oh, yeah. But if you're going to call Britt Baker helping out for the win, I can, I can subscribe to Britt Baker interfering and we both get a point. Nah, I don't think it's actually going to happen. I think she's going to end up cutting a promo in the back. So it's not happening. All right. I, 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 just want, I just wanted to play devil's advocate for a minute. All right, man. And, and if she does help, if she does interfere, it's to help Tony Storm win. Because it, Bre- it benefits Britt Baker. Uh, of course, but even then, like under no circumstances, Thunder Rosa going to lose. Oh, Thunder Rosa's not losing this belt. Um, you can hit it with a truck, she's still retaining. Oh, of course. So... I, I just wanted to play. I just wanted to have some fun with that first. But I'm still gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the one last chance. If Brit, well, I, I just made the whole. I, I just made the whole thing up. I just if, thought it was funny. If, if Brit interferes, I'm giving you one chance. If Brit interferes and helps Thunder Rosa win to get herself over. We'll both get a point. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't work. It, there's no. It doesn't make sense for Brett no, to help Thunder Rosa win. No point. Extra. All right. Next match. All right. Let's go with uh, Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy for the New Japan United States Championship. Will Ospreay. Why are you going to go Will Ospreay? Because Will Ospreay, I, his technicality. Okay. Orange is going to do his gimmick. Or, okay. Or he's not and going to go full-blown, which I don't think he could do, considering that would ruin his gimmick. Mm-hmm. And that we know he can wrestle better. I mean, if it was Saber, it'd be different, con- considering the technicality. But mm-hmm. considering that, um, I mean, we're, you were there when the first six star match happened, right? Or is it five? That's all, yeah. It was five star. Him and fucking Ricochet. It was. Uh, oh, that one. It was an amazing dance. But Orange. God, I don't regret this. I, I changed. I changed my. I changed my call. Orange. You think Orange is gonna win? Yep. Okay, why are you going with that? Because it's totally unpredictable. Will Osprey is gonna beat the dog shit out of this guy. I don't, okay. I don't see any interference with the best friends because that's gonna take away from the awesomeness of it. Like. Interference, mm-hmm. all, interference always just bugs me, man. Like, just like it's one of the reasons why I loved um, fucking um, Seth Rollins' chicken shit run as championship. Championship is because when it came down to it, when he didn't want to wrestle said person, he had to wrestle him, and he was always clean in the middle, or some devastating move. And with Orange having that that gimmick, I 
I'm not calling best friends interference. What I'm calling is orange going over. I'm I'm going. Okay. Over. I'm I'm taking a hard right on the way home. Okay. Orange on this one. All right. What do you got? Oh, Will Ospreay, there's no way in hell he's losing. <laughs> there's no way in hell. No. No. There, there is no way in hell that freaking Orange Cassidy is going to freaking start going to New Japan Wrestling and defending his belt in front of that crowd. There's no way in hell. No, it's going to be an epic match, man. It's going to be epic. An epic match. It's going to be so good mm. that if Osprey loses, it's not going to be a loss. It was that good of a match. Someone had to win. Someone had to lose. Whoever got gassed, that's what I'm calling. Okay. And I'm calling orange on that one. All right, you're going with it. All right. Let's go with uh, we've got our first multi-man match. We've got Sammy Guevara, Chris Jericho, and Minoru Suzuki. Taking on Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shota Yumino. Who do you got and why? That's not fair. You, why not? Realize, you realize I have a life-size cutout of Chris Jericho staring at me right now. That he's, sounds about like your taste, yes. He's looking at me next to three action figures pinned to the wall. Is one of them Eddie Kingston? Uh, none of them is Eddie Kingston. Uh, none, of the, none of the pins I buy from office uh, store can hold his fat ass from being on my fucking wall. Um, that was rude and body shaming. <laughs> oh, I'm canceled. Sounds about right. We, we usually get canceled before we, we even start. We said we were going to go, we were going to loosen the boiler friendly rules. We didn't say we were going to allow body shaming. Uh, yeah, no. I don't know if I can start this. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pull the bonehead fucking dumb shit fucking shit and say Jericho. Because I will never bet against Jericho. Okay, you got Team Jericho for the win. I am also going Team Jericho, actually. Because <laughs> they, they, they have murdered Grandpa. You basically called me an asshole... For subscribing, and you're like, yeah. No, no, I, I called you an asshole because you were body shaming. Well, then fuck. I didn't. I, I, I didn't call you. I didn't. Well, it had nothing Kingston, to do with your poor choices. Then Kingston is at this fucking Brooklyn Planet Fitness. No, the 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 money. The money. Yeah, no, the money is totally on freaking. I got. If they're gonna freaking, if they're gonna keep, I think they're gonna keep beating. On freaking Kingston and the BCC until freaking blood and guts. No, it's gonna be. My, blood. It's that, that's where the smart money. That's where the smart money is. It's gonna be is blood B, guts. BCC. BCC will get their win at the blood and guts uh, on the blood and guts match. Yeah, I agree. But I they agree. are going. They are going to lose beforehand. The, there's no way Jericho ever. I, I imagine Jericho like sitting in front of Tony Khan and is like, "So you want me to be part of AEW? Yeah, we'd love you." You're one of my favorite people of ECW. Motherfucker, I was only there for two weeks. Um, <laughs> um, here's my deal. Hey, he was he was he was the first person to take Taz off his feet. I have not seen. Bet him. you didn't know that. I did not know that. 
German suplex Taz. Well, it was a big deal. I can still see Jericho saying, under under no circumstances am I going to end up on my face on any fucking... <laughs> and it's only... I believe it's one of the only times freaking in the history of foreverdom that Chris Jericho wrestled Mick Foley. It was. Wrestled Cactus Jack in his... It was. Se- in Cactus Jack's second-to-last match in ECW. It was. You were correct. I heard it on the podcast. They and he won the uh, television that. title. He's, He's a former ECW TV champion. Bet you didn't know that. I did, and but I'm staring at this life-size Chris Jericho that I'm scared is not actually life-size in case he's actually a little bit taller, and if he finds out that I've got a... He's not, and that's the joke, but it's okay. If I have a cut at him that is not actual life-size, that he won't like me. Dude, I swear to God, Ben, if, if like we get hired at AEW and... Chris Jericho's mean to me. We're gonna have a big problem. <laughs> like, like. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be that guy crying in his car, yeah, being like Chris I, Jericho I, was I, mean to me. I will be in my. Like, listen, brother. Listen, we get hired at AW, but Chris Jericho's mean to me. He doesn't know who you are. I don't care. He's mean to me. <laughs> like, 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 I find out Uncle Todd doesn't know my Todd collectors number by heart considering how much money you've given him alright we both got Jericho okay. <laughs> we both got Team Jericho yes alright next up we're going to go into our first uh, this next match is going to lead into our first bonus round oh, so we've got Zack Sabre Jr. wrestling TBA now first off do you have Zach uh, Zach Saber Jr. winning, or do you have the to be announced guy winning? That's not fair. It's totally fair. It's literally what we're doing for this for. No, 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 no. We gotta we gotta talk about who's coming out. I'm saying Cesaro. Okay. If it's Cesaro, so do you have do you have do you have Cesaro winning? If it's or do you have Zack Saber Jr. winning? If it's Cesaro versus Cesaro, Cesaro versus Saber, I would put all my money on Saber. Oh, okay. Actually, I will put all my money on Saber winning all of it. But am I getting an extra point if I correctly pick Cesaro? If you correctly pick Cesaro, you get two points, regardless of whether he wins or not. I agree. If if Zap Saber Jr. wins, you get an additional third point. Right, so, so this this match could, in theory, be three points instead of just one. I'm picking Cesaro because, like, we've had so many pops. Okay, so Danielson comes out, freaking. Okay, that's fun. But of all of my favorite wrestling matches that I've watched on YouTube before they removed them was Cesaro in Pro Wrestling Gorilla. I 100% Cesaro. Who do you, okay. who do you pick is the surprise? Now just, just to clarify though you have Cesaro coming out but you still have Zack Sabre Jr. winning, correct? I do. Okay. Just want to make sure we're all on the same page with that. Now, I think we are going to see Johnny Elite 
Oh, God. And wrestle Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, why would you pick something so fucking trash bag? Like a fucking lunch bag? Because it's trash bag. No, in oh. all honesty, I think we're going to see, in all honesty, legitimately, I think it could also, Claudio is obviously also a huge possibility. But to be different, since this is our first ever other uh, bonus round, bonus round, I am going to say we're going to have the debut of Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Gargano Johnny, will Johnny. debut in AEW, and he will beat uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Well, then why haven't we even put Taya back when we're picking the women's match, man? That's not fair. Like, you, can't, you can't just pull that out and just say that, like, that's going to happen and not pull the same thing out with Taya with the women's match with fucking Thunder Rosa. She just won the fucking GCW. Did she? Yes, she did. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, yeah regardless, you, I'm going Johnny Gargan. It's totally fair. All right, then we have to make the... We got to make a secondary crown title. Okay. Who is the biggest asshole? On the AEW roster or between the two of us? Between the two of us. Because well, totally this, this is getting dirty. This is getting it's dirty. It's not getting dirty. This, this is getting I, dirty. Yeah. You can't pull Gargano out like that and then not think that fucking Taya is not going to come out in, in, in the Thunder Rose match. If it's, if it's Gargano, it would be freaking... Um, yeah, it's his, his yeah, wife. I, I, get it. I get it. But that's still not fair. And there's got to be the big, the biggest asshole fucking... Who's the biggest asshole? Oh, it's definitely me. There's no doubt about it. Because uh, yeah. I'm, willing, I'm willing to fight dirty. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to fight dirty too, but I also have lost I, a lot I, of I gave you first pick. I gave you first pick. Yeah, you gave me first and pick. And I, I made it a point not to freaking pick the same guy you did. Yeah, you also made the point to give me first pick and not pick the same guy I picked because you're a fucking asshole. And we're having who's the biggest asshole in all of this. That would be me. We're, we're in agreement. No, I'm going I just let, I let you pick first. That way I, I would pick somebody different than you. To be, fa- to be fair, you, because it's kind of a douchebag move. And it doesn't really make it doesn't work I don't, if we're both picking the same guy in the first not, time we do a bonus round. It, it would still make sense if you were betting on it or just being a dick. Oh god damn it! Anyway, we're having the biggest asshole fucking championship, and that guy is right, okay. The biggest asshole winner is me. Has the other guy by the other guy. Me. God damn it. A churro. No, 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 not a churro. It, it's, um, one of the things y'all minefielders don't know is right outside of Uncle Ed's comic shop, Ed's... I knew you were going with this. <laughs> is, I was going to suggest it, too, actually. Is, it's is funny. who is buying the hamburgers and the sweet Oops. tea and the, and, and the, and the fucking and the fries brats. at the, the fucking... At George Stop. Sure, stop. That guy, the biggest <laughs> asshole. Biggest asshole 
Wait, does biggest asshole pay or not pay? <laughs> oh, he totally pays. All right, biggest asshole totally pays. Okay. And and. All right, so that, that is our first bonus round question. Bonus round question. All right, so. In understanding. You. Did not pick Taya or Candice LeRae, and you're picking fucking Johnny on this one. All right. Johnny Gargano is going to come out, wrestle Zack Sabre Jr., and Johnny Gargano is going to win. I pick Cesaro. Okay. All right. Next up, for the All-Atlantic Championship, the first champion... We have a fatal four-way. We have Miro, representing Bulgaria. We have Pac, representing England. We have Malachi Black, representing the Netherlands. And we have Clark Connors, and I have absolutely no idea where he's from. In a fatal four-way, one fall to a finish. Who do you have and why? Miro, because he has been shitted on ever since the tank. He was so over with the tank. And afterwards, yeah. I, I remember I was at a SmackDown. Uh, I was at a, my homeboy, uh, Josh, He uh, his bachelor party. We didn't go to a strip club. He bought us floor tickets for a fucking SmackDown. And, uh, nice. And uh, it was the week after that Lana had broken up with uh, Miro. Okay. And... Uh, we had a Summer Ray. Summer Ray, right? She yeah. Com- she comes out, and this little kid in front of us, she's like, we want Lana. And he, he, this little kid started more freaking chance than anyone ever seen. And his mom was like, she she looks behind us, and she's like, I'm so sorry. He's he's way worse at home. And we're like, no, let him keep going. <laughs> this kid is our hero right now. We want Lana. Yeah. We want one. I want Miro to have his time in the sun. And I'm only betting this because uh, my heart wants Miro to have his time in the sun. As opposed to the injustices that have been pressed upon him. I mean, like, like I remember watching, like, uh, I'm from Oklahoma City. Fucking... Okay. Fucking Kevin Durant will always play in low tops. I'm like, what are you doing, man? You're going to fucking fuck up your ankle. But Miro was barefoot. And I know he has shoes now, but um, I want Miro in the sun. I want Miro in the sun. I want Miro... I want him in the sun. I want him shining. I want his justification for his being alive and being a wrestler, man, because he's been hardly on TV in the last, like, two years. Yeah, he's a former TBS champion. And what do you got? Uh, I'm not going to lie. This is one of the tougher ones. Because, like, Miro makes the most... Miro just came back. Right. Came back and he entered this tournament. He beat Ethan Page. 
I'm not picking him because he just beat Ethan Page. I'm picking him because I want him in the sun. I want the sunlight. I want him to have the gold. Now I got that. Ethan Page, however... I... The, 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 has an amazing YouTube channel. Oh, he's he's got an amazing one. But, like, the same thing, though, is, like, we haven't had the North for a year and a half. Yeah. I do miss the North. The North was but, one of the best tag teams I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Like, like, like... I oh, yeah. Them. I liked them back when they were Monster Mafia. All right, you're better than me. I, I liked them before they were cool. <laughs> you fucking hit No, um... Go drink your fucking chai yeah, tea and, and smoke your beaties. I don't, I don't even smoke. The chai tea, though, is delicious. Chai tea is delicious. Already. Because the thing is, I, I, I feel like this is a two-horse race. I feel like it's either Miro or it's going to be Malachi Black. You know, uh, Clark Connors is a last-minute addition because Ishii was injured. Um, you know, hopefully speedy recovery for him. But Clark Connors, I... It, if he came out and won it, I I think it would be the worst possible that way they could do this. And it can't be Malachi. Pac, Pac I would love. Pac, I love. He's one of my personal favorites to watch in ring. Oh, dude, the 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 the, uh, the night that was the bachelor party, he came out as Neville, full cape, mm-hmm. like like we, like uh, Josh was wearing a Neville shirt, man, like uh, Neville. I mean, like I. I I hadn't seen any of the Pro Wrestling Gorilla videos yet, but mm-hmm. um, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. This is a this yeah. Is, I mean, the Malachi Malachi Black is amazing. But he's already and he's, he's been has, heavily he's been he's, he's heavily pushed. He's too over. He's too. Ah. Over. We, we 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 want. I want underdogs winning. I don't know if you can look at any of these. Well, three, three out of the four guys anyway, and call them the underdog. Connors is definitely the underdog for sure. I can see Malachi what? putting some serious fucking hurt, but not the hurt that is gonna allow him to win. That's the thing. I mean, he doesn't have to take the. He doesn't. Have, I mean, obviously, nobody necessarily of these four have to take the pin. Somebody's going to, but. So what are you picking? <sighs> you gotta make a decision, man. Uh, I know. That's, that's one of the things. Freaking, I don't. I've got it. I've got it underlined on my paper. I know who I'm. I'm just it, like I said, it's a two horse race, so I'm like. They've been pushing House of Black. I'm going Mal- I'm going Malachi Black. There's your That's my final answer. There's your nail. So I'm gonna be right or free, I'm gonna be wrong. Alright. So let me see real quick. I was looking at a group chat of a part of. Apparently there were two additional matches. So we've got uh Shane Strickland and Keith Lee. Are taking on El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemura. Who do you have? I'm calling a DQ on that one. Hmm? I'm calling a DQ on that one. That 
all four of those guys are too unhinged to actually conduct a legitimate match. There's it. It's gonna be a melee. It's gonna be DQ. Keith Lee. Alright. Uh, are you picking a winner by Keith? Do you say Keith Lee by D- Keith Lee is where by DQ, or you're saying no, like they're throwing the match out? No, DQ. Keith Lee is the one that's gonna screw it up, and they're gonna lose. Keith Lee's gonna lose because he screwed up. Because he's okay. So, it, so Desperado and Yoshinobu get it by via DQ. Yes. All right. What do you got? Keith Lee is under no circumstances going to let anyone win that match other than himself. Not going to happen. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'm going with Desperado. Is they're going to win because they're they can't get along. I think that's going to continue their story. I love that. So we're on the same page. So, all right. And the next bonus match, apparently, is Max Caster and all three members of the Gun Club versus Yuya Omura, Alex Coughlin, the DKC, and Kevin Knight from the uh, the California Dojo. What are your thoughts on this one? Because uh, the Gun Club... They uh, they annoy the shit out of me, man. Like uh, they they they. They do, but that's the point. So I'm I'm gonna go. They've got Max Caster with them. My money's on Caster in the Gun Club. I need a gun. I need a gun. If nothing, if nothing else, the uh, the promo leading the ring will be worth it. Yeah, I'm gonna go gun on that so, one simply. So because, you got yeah. Because they're they're not gonna let that happen. At all, it's gonna it's not gonna let them not not gonna let the young lions win. Under no circumstances, they're just gonna fucking go in guns blazing. No pun intended. Oh, puns fully intended. Always intended in my fields. Absolutely intended. Fucking yeah, gun, gun on that one, man. Like they're, it's gonna be a good match, but it's gonna be uh, a melee. Gotcha. Alrighty, next up. Let me see. We've got another multi-man match. We have the Bullet Club comprised of El Phantasmo, Hikaleo, and the Young Bucks taking on the team of Sting, Darby Allen, Shingo Takagi, and Hiromu Takahashi. Who do you have and why? Hiromu Takahashi could win that match on his own. I'm not gonna lie. I'd rather see him take on Darby Allen personally in a one-on-one match and just see which one of them is willing to go crazier. I'd like to see that too, and that's what I'm subscribing to. Alrighty, you've got the dudes with attitudes. Um, I'm I'm thinking this one might be the uh, scene to steal the scene, but it's not uh, one-on-one because you know when it comes to it, like there's scenes where or matches where. It just blows your mind, but I think this one's going to be, like, the jackass of it. Oh, with those two, uh, the only thing is they're on the same team. So that's kind of yep. kind of a personal downside with it. Yeah, well, like, uh, that's yeah. what I'm calling. That's what I'm calling. I'm calling uh, yeah. some, oh, yeah. There's some the, gnarly shit. 
I'm going dudes with attitudes for the win. They freaking, they're, they're going to beat Bullet Club. Dudes with attitudes going for the win. That's actually what they're freaking called on the, uh, yeah. on the Tron. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I just uh, feel like they work for a fed we used to work for. That was uh, that was Shawn Michaels and Diesel's tag name when they were the World Tag Team Champions in like '94, '95. Yeah, but even then, it just seems so fucking lame. Yeah, I'm going. With oh, it's call. totally lame. I'm going with your call. But that so. that that just seems like a a really great melee, but Darby, Darby with the. He has pulled off two different coffin drops. He does a lot, mm-hmm. but there's two he's done that just shocked the earth. Stick out your mind? Shocked the earth. Yeah. Shocked the earth. And we're going for three on this one. Yeah. Do I get a bonus point if I call the coffin drop? Like what is off of? For the win. Oh, coffin drop for the win? That that's gonna happen. Alright, so then never mind. Yeah, that's not that that's gonna happen or freaking uh time bomb. Cool. Alright. Still same page, cool. Next match. Okay. So we're having a title, not a title unification match, but a winner-takes-all match for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships and the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. This is the one that's been tearing me up the most. This has been really? the one that has been, like, like really fucking with me because of the stakes at hand. Because mm-hmm. this is the one where it's more legitimate to me in terms of the stakes at hand. I'm gonna go IWGP, hundred percent. All right. So we, before before we before we give our choices, we haven't even said it's gonna be FTR, the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, defending against the also defending um, from the Empire United or United Empire, Jeff Cobb and the Great O'Con, the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships titles or champions versus Rapungi Vice who's bringing in absolutely no belts to this triple threat match. See, this is what pisses me off, is that why is this not a no-weight? A what? A no-weight. Like, like the, 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 the no-weight championship. Oh, the open-weight championship. Open-weight. Why is this not open-weight? Why is this not that? Isn't the, I thought the open-weight was a six-man title. It, it, like, it, well, I remember... Uh, Fucking like three years ago. Or it, years it's, 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 yeah, it's a never open weight championship. Like, like never open weight. Like why is not this not that? Like like. It, I'm gonna go with I think that I think that's a six man tag title. Because that was about Los Angeles always held. Yeah, but even then, like there was other matches where it was two and four. Um. I don't know. Even then, I'm telling you, Japan, on this one. 
You can't steal that from so them. So Cabin Ocon? You can't steal that from them. You you can't steal the the, the idea of a never open weight from them and 100% New Japan. Okay. I'm going FTR for the win. They They've suck. got the... They got their... Huh? They suck. They are literally the greatest tag team of this era. They are not the North. Yeah, they're still together. You, you're, you're telling me these guys are better than North. I would say, yeah. I, Dude, I was there live when they took on the Briscoes. Now, you're just being an asshole. Uh, I'm glad no, you were there. No, I'm saying I'm saying facts. That that match was amazing. I remember freaking at WrestleMania 32 in Fan Access, I got to be second row for FTR, The Revival, versus American Alpha. And freaking at a fan at fan access for like fifteen bucks, and they still $15? delivered. It was fifteen dollars to get in, cause freaking uh, I knew a girl that knew a guy. Never, never, never turned down a man with a hustle and a prayer. Never. Freaking uh, but yeah, no. For fifteen dollars a head, we got to go to the entire fan access, and freaking we got to sit down and watch. The revival take on American Alpha, and they did not. They did not slow down. They did not phone it in. They gave us a freaking takeover caliber match when they didn't have to. And you're still, and you're still fucking calling your best bet. Oh yeah, this one's happening. FTR is not losing that match. I'm calling it again. FTR is not losing this FTR match. FTR is absolutely losing that match. No. FTR. Great if, if if they win, it justifies the golden fucking dollar. I'm not. I'm not. So? I'm not describing because, like, yeah, they, they they keep winning, and I get I get your point, but under no circumstances are they winning. Oh, they're totally winning. When they lose. I will wholeheartedly shake your hand. All right. But I'm. This is one of the this is one of the matches I'm most sure of. Oh. <laughs> Famous last words, man. All right. Famous last words, man. Under no circumstances are they winning. Okay. It, like it, the only match I'm more sure of is Will Ospreay retaining over Orange Cassidy. You mean the one I bet on Orange Cassidy? Yeah, that one. Yeah, uh, Orange Cassidy definitely win that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, so now, next up. Now, now hold on, hold okay. on. Now, for you minefielders that are not familiar with us, the episode that's coming out tomorrow, the same day this one's coming out, he just sneaks in. We're talking, and he's like, Oh, that's the Union Center right You bastard! <laughs> <laughs> you snuck it in like it was like like a fucking prom date and you're backstage in the limo and you, you just pulled your fucking dick out and just like, what are you going to do with it? And you, you, you snuck out your New Means 98. 
I'll never give that shit. <laughs> but yes, because you because you've never done the same thing with your Amazing Spider-Man 300. I do it every day. Yeah, I, I, know. I sent it to you when you were like, "Hey, how you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm doing pretty good." And I was at my house and sent you a text message picture from the side. And I'm sorry about that, but not really sorry because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just sneaks it in. You just like you just you just. In all fairness, I told I told you days ago. No, I just didn't say what you, what I got. No, I just told you no. I had unveiling of the sh- for the show for the show. And you cost me at least $45 in a boy the money before I paused the fucking <laughs> <laughs> the recording. <laughs> it's true. That is true. Cock sucking motherfucking mother bitch fuck blah. <laughs> and I was like, how much you cost? <laughs> I should point out, you, you really are using the fact that we're not a boiler friendly tonight to your advantage. Yeah, I know, because uh, I did a photo shoot tonight and uh, we did some pretty good shit, but uh, you're losing on this one, man. Okay. I'm not, but it's it's cool. Are we adding uh, extra Ace of Spades on this one? Like, who is the now in AEW? Because I, 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 I'm calling Cesaro. Because I think he's, okay. I think he's the most important, considering considering everything he did in Pro Wrestling Gorilla um, over at Progress. Um, I think he's the most relevant and needs to happen and be able to show off what he can do. Um, as opposed, to- uh, he definitely could. He's definitely a top contender. Well, the the thing is, is that. Like, Gargano, as opposed to Cesaro, is substantially a much bigger star than when he was on the Indies. I don't think it... Like, people, people knew who he was, but people, people, people fell in love with Johnny Gargano in NXT. I agree. I agree. And I don't think that Forbidden Door is about the pop for the people that want the immediate easy pop mm-hmm. I think Forbidden Door is going to be something challenging something that they've slaved over and not something easy as Johnny Gargano I think Johnny Gargano will be on Dynamite in two weeks maybe he might week. be you might maybe you could very well be right maybe next week but what's more important is Cesaro Antonio Cesaro the maybe yes, maybe no. The footage. The, the, of, the, the, my, go ahead. Please. The footage of Pac and Antonio Cesaro when they mm-hmm. launched this motherfucker in the air, when Pac did Falcon Arrow, launched him upside down, upside up, mm-hmm. for Cesaro to catch him in the air with the uppercut. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I almost cried, and I don't think Forbidden Door is a pop like we would get with a fucking Royal Rumble. Like, okay. like I don't think it's gonna be like. I mean, we all lost it when AJ showed up, but mm-hmm. I don't think that that's what matters is getting an AJ. 
is getting the people. Okay. It's it's. I, I think Forbidden Door is going to be people that matter. People that mm-hmm. people that all the fucking assholes in W the F the E uh-huh. that didn't care about these guys that matter that can do so much better. I think Forbidden Door is going to be something that is going to be something that acknowledges and shines a light on the people that actually matter the the people the the golden marks that call Cesaro or I would love for Gorgano to come out because the the golden marks will lose it for Gorgano and Candice mm-hmm. Ray and Candice Ray I'd okay. love for that to happen but mm-hmm. I, th- I think what would really matter in terms of wrestling okay. in terms of the people that were ignored and given shitty matches and superstars, like, I think it's going to shine the light on the people that need the light shined on them. Finally. Okay. They're, they're the... They're the stars. I mean, like, earlier before we started recording, when I told you I've got all in on my PlayStation and ready for you. Um, yeah. Fucking, uh, what's her name? Um, Tessa Blanchard. Okay. Comes out with the belt. Mm hmm. And that was a big no no. She shit on the show. Showing that she was Impact Champion Russian. We all know you are. Yeah. We all know you are. You didn't have to come out like that. Uh, Britt Baker was there. Mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa was there. You, you didn't have to do that. Like, the whole point of this was being elite and awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and you come out with a shiny turd. That's not fair. And I think Forbidden Door is going to introduce... Man, if I lose... If I lose this bet... I'm going to be pissed. Not because I paid out, but because... I want what matters in wrestling to matter. Yeah. I want what people... And the people that have been shit on and unappreciated to come out. If I lose, okay, that's fine. But if Antonio Cesaro comes out, pocket is back, I don't know. It will make everything we have devoted so much of our lives to so worthwhile so like like, do, do you remember when you finally had the money to buy your first fucking G.I. Joe when you shoved enough sew or mowed enough lawns or your mom bought you your first Cobra Commander yeah and it 
doesn't matter. That's the one guy I wanted. The one fucking guy I wanted. The one fucking guy. If if he comes out. He came out. And he justified my love. Fucking Madonna style. Nice. And it, it it's okay if he doesn't, but at the same time though, like Forbidden Door, like they're advertising all the things that shouldn't happen. And the things that shouldn't happen are the things that shouldn't have happened in Perus and Gorilla in Impact. I mean, we already had the, like, with Kenny being the belt collector, but that wasn't that that cool. Yeah, it was better in thought than execution. Agreed. But if if they pull off the right matches that mean the right thing, can you imagine how well we'd sleep that night? I'm sure like a baby. Like a baby. Like a baby. I feel it, and I appreciate letting me go on my rant on that because it's it's, it's just something we, we care about. Like, and then most people don't understand that. Like, you can't tell a regular person you're into pro wrestling. Do they know how much you're invested in this person? Do they know that you've bought every T-shirt this guy's done, or um, one of your best friends is one of the best pro wrestling athletes you've ever seen? Do they know that? Yeah, Cody Divine is pretty good. <laughs> You're pretty good, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm, all, right. all right. It's your turn. But yeah. Now it'll be. Yeah. You killed my whole speech I had at the end for Johnny Organo, but I just think it'll be Gargano. Over there, I can go off with that. Let me see. So next up, we're going to go with the four-way match for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> We've got defending champion Jay White versus former champion Kazuchika Okada versus Adam Cole versus Hangman Adam Page. Who do you have and why? None. None? Golden Lovers. Kenny Returns. They're going to make it a five-way? I'm calling Kenny Returns Golden Lovers. Not a five-way. It will be introduced as a five-way when he shows up, but I am calling Return of Kenny, and it's going to be Return of Golden Lovers and... Abushi, uh, no, not Abushi. Um, what's his name? Kota Abushi. Kota Abushi. Kota with a whole melee of awesome motherfuckers to back his ass up, and it's gonna be him versus Kenny Omega. Golden Lovers. That's what I'm calling. That's the surprise. Uh, Cesaro showing up is going to be awesome. Okay. 
So you're saying we're gonna have an addi- are you saying we're gonna have an additional match with Kota versus Kenny? No, I'm saying. Or are you saying Kenny's gonna win the belt and then turn around and instantly defend it against Ibushi? Uh, no, I'm saying he's instantly gonna show up and Ibushi's gonna be with him and Golden Lovers versus uh, Okada and his army of awesome people. So we're not this match isn't even gonna happen. Is what you're saying? They agreed. It's gonna be a melee. There's no way they can pull this off, and someone has the IWGCP fucking belt in AW or AW match or belt in New Japan. I'm calling Golden Lovers reunite, and, oh, okay. we, and we have an amazing match. I, the, I, and I'm not even calling that because I think it's going to happen. That's okay. that's the mark in me because I can't not be a mark on these bets, man. Like, uh, I want what I want. And I want, yeah. I want Ibushi, Kenny Omega. And I want to see uh, – because you always told me. You always told me the reason why Kenny's not that good anymore is because he doesn't have anyone as good to face him. Yeah. And if this giant-ass melee happens, I want Golden Lovers. I want Ibushi and all his henchmen. I want to see one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Like, like better than when uh, New Japan, remember when uh, Barnett was shaking the fucking the chains? Yeah. When uh, Juice and, uh, it was Juice and, uh, who was it? Doesn't matter. They, yeah. They, they, they've had the rules, but they still went full and beyond. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to lose 50 bucks. So I might as well go fucking for fucking Hail Mary. I want yeah. I want that to happen. I want all of that to happen. I like even it doesn't matter who wins in my mind. If that all, if all of that happens, uh, do you remember? Do you remember how we we talked about it before when uh, when Kenny got saved? By Bushi, and then yeah. and then the very next day the Bing Lee came out and they showed up and knocked on the uh, Young Bucks uh, hotel door. Um, I'll never forget it. That was one of the best days ever. We saw it the night beforehand, and they're back together. And I, I think Kenny's coming back for this. I want to see Golden Lovers Reunition and I want to see some I want to see some fucking knocked out fucking Japanese dudes on the ground. Nice, nice. What do you got? I'm going with Kota or not Kota Ibushi I'm doing Ibushi now with uh, I'm going with Kazuchika Okada getting the belt back possible stare down between him and Kenny to close the show. Now, I agree. And you're probably going to win on that one. That's probably going to happen. 
But mm-hmm. but I always lose, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for broke. I I always lose, so I might as well bet on the things that I want. And if what you win, if what happens that you want to happen happens, we both win. I will still buy you fifty dollars comics, but um, I want the fucking melee. I want a fucking melee. I want all of the best people that couldn't have been pulled in on any of their matches backing up Okada. And you said it. You said it before. You said it a million times. He's not the best wrestler in the world, Kenny Omega. But he was when he was wrestling Okada. He was when he was wrestling Okada. The, the, the trilogy with him and Okada, the, the third one, my girlfriend and I were watching it together and we both cried like babies. Nice, nice. We, like, we were just beside ourselves, like, like just couldn't believe what we just saw. Yeah. And it was a fucking wrestling match. It wasn't an MMA match where they're actually hurting each other. And I mean, mm-hmm. granted, they probably are, but it was poetry. It was Shakespearean poetry to us. Yeah. When when he did that 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 top dollar fucking flip off the fucking. She held me like her life depended on it, and all of our lives did. And yeah. I, I'm only betting because I want that match. Only because I want that sort of awesomeness. But if I win, probably gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, want to see what happens. All right. And now we have our one last match for the interim AEW Championship. We've got former champion John Moxley taking on the ace of New Japan, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Who do you have and why? Tanahashi. Tanahashi because no one's going to expect it. And I would like... The only reason I'm doing this is because I want a continual New Japan Pro AEW collaboration if Moxley wins it great it's going to be awesome mm-hmm. it's going to be a knocked Andrea but if Tanahashi wins it we're going to have more new Japan Pro and I want new more new Japan Pro and all of it and that's what I'm what you're going for Tanahashi yeah alright now the funny thing is is I completely agree with you Hold on, hold on a second. I think... Hold, hold, hold on a second. Did you just say words you've never said before? <laughs> yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah. Didn't quite feel right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mind fillers. Uh, Tony's never agreed to me ever on anything. Especially on two-ply toilet paper. He likes three-ply. I'm fancy. I am a fancy bitch. But that's actually my first swear of this whole show, too. As opposed to your... 5,732. <laughs> I, 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 I want what you want, man. 
The thing is, is I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. The thing, because Moxley is the safe bet. Safe bet. Moxley's, Mo, Mo, he's the safe bet. He's, he's going to show up. He's, he's going to put out. He's, he's going to have great matches. He's also the safe bet in uh, Vegas, by the way. Oh, of course. He lives there. Or so I hear. Yeah, he lives in Vegas. But, um, yeah, that's... But I'm torn. It's Moxley of the two is the safe bet. He's he he, he very well. If, if you were going to contact Tanahashi's the ace in New Japan, Moxley very well could be the ace of AEW. Agreed. He's he's the guy they put on. He, he's the guy they oh. Whenever everything hits the fan, he's the guy they can depend on. Correct. You know when that when the pandemic hit. They strapped the belt to him and let him run with it. Yes, they did. Because and he did amazing. He's he can always cut a promo. He can always wrestle a match. He can wrestle any style of match you need him to wrestle. Any style of opponent you need you need him to wrestle. But the the story is in Tanahashi winning. The story is a hundred percent in Tanahashi. That's the thing, because we could oh you could always. Do CM Punk versus John Moxley for the AEW World Title? Anytime, anywhere. You always do it. But Forbidden Door, this is different. This is this is what we were yeah. talking about earlier. This yeah. is special. Yeah, and that's the thing: is how often is Chanahashi going to get a legitimate shot at the World Title of a major U.S. promotion? That's the only way the they last, talk to him. The last time he was heavily featured on a freaking pay-per-view for a national company, I feel like, was when he wrestled AJ Styles in TNA in, like, 2005, I believe. I thought it was uh, back in San Francisco three years ago when they did the, the two shows at that barn. Um, Maybe, but, like, he, like, that was the last time he was a huge thing, though. And like freaking, like Tanahashi, like I'm t- like I'm torn. Like I just a hard bar. I want I want Tanahashi to win because freaking that's where that's where the sh- story's at. That's where that's the where, story, that's where the story's at, man. The, the, there's gonna be yeah, so you know you don't need him to be on every show. Nope. And then for but then you got a reason, and there's the entire play. A freaking Moxley lost the belt to an outsider from New Japan Pro Wrestling. And New Japan Pro Wrestling. And how does that how does that screw with him? Because that is really his first key loss for him as an individual and since the formation of the BCC. That's correct. The storylines that come out from that, also keeping New Japan in the picture, oh, are what okay. I, uh, what, I, what I care about. That's what I care about. Mm-hmm. Keeping New Japan in the picture, but we've never been on the same page about something. I don't know what to do about this. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. I freaking I still like. That's the story I want. But I wanted that same story. The thing is, I wanted that same story 
with Omega and Rich Swan over the TNA world title, the Impact world title. Yeah, they weren't going to pull it off. I wanted Swan to go back there, and I wanted Swan to be alienated by the locker room because when push comes to shove, the outsider won. And they took their belt and went to another rival company, and you screwed us. Oh, you failed. And how do you come back from a failure of that magnitude? And they never did it. And I do not believe that AEW is going to do that to John Moxley. No. They should, because the redemption angle of that would be incredible. But I am going to, I'm going to get to my heart. I'm going with my head. I think Moxley's going to win the belt. So while I completely 100% agree with you and I want that story, I don't think they're going to give it to us. You're, you're still picking Moxley. Yeah. All right. But on top of that, now we come to our last, the key, the second bonus question of the two world championship matches. The currently Fatal 4-Way or the match between Moxley and Tanahashi, which match closes the show? The AEW world title match, or the interim AEW world title match, or the IWGP world title match? Do we get extra bonus points? This is a, this is a twofer. If you get it right, you get two bonus points. New Japan. All right. New Japan. All the way, um, Tony Khan, he... Respects a lot of the feds, but this is different. God damn it. Here goes. All good. Um, uh, I'm going to keep it opposite from you, and I'm going to go AEW because we're holding it in Chicago. And I have a feeling I'm ended up regretting this because I think you might actually be right because the last image if I'm right and Okada wins and the last image we get of that evening is Kota or freaking Kenny Omega eye to eye with freaking Okada with the IWGP belt between them freaking that you're describing porn to me yeah but I think that's what's good I there's a very good chance that's what it's going to be. Because the image of freaking, if I'm right, and Moxley wins, and the and CM Punk comes down, like, that's a cool image, but it's not as good as Kenny and Okada staring at each other for the first time in years. And we, <laughs> Punk can come down and stare at both of them in the eyes, and I wouldn't even see him. Yeah. I'd want to see Okada and I'm going to see Omega. Really staring uh, down. It, like, like he, I'm not going to lie, dude. Either, but it wouldn't yeah. matter. It wouldn't matter. Oh, well, he was there, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to lie, dude. Freaking, of all the uh, predictions we've done so far, this one's the one I feel the least sure about. Normally, I'm pretty confident, at least 
80% of my predictions. What are we going to do if we're both equally correct? We've never, oh, had, tie? we've never had a conversation about a tie. Coin flip. That person who loses the coin flip pays for the winner's pick of pick of restaurant. No, let's uh. Coin coin flip might not be a bad idea. What if we alter the bet a bit? All right. Drop it down. Drop it down to twenty five bucks. And we both, I buy, I buy, I get you a $25 book, you get me a $25 book. Let's do it. Let's do it. I like it. Because Uncle Ed's got a couple of Dons in my, uh, in my box that have your name on it. <laughs> See what happens if we tie, that's what we'll go with. You know, you are the 51 cent man after all. That's not fair. That's not fair. Jessica sold out <laughs> a couple of uh, people that would want to buy a comic book at said stores. And oh, the 51 Cent Man thing is a whole $250 thing. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think that... uh. That about wraps up our predictions for the evening. It does. This is definitely our longest prediction video we've ever done. Agreed, but even then, man, like uh, the psychology of it is the best. Because I'm really picking. I can't believe you agreed to me on that. Oh no, I totally. I think it's. I think that's the way to go. I just freaking. I don't think I just. Like, it, it, it's one of those things. It's freaking, you know, if I was booking it, that's what I'd want to do. But, you know, I'm, you know, there's reasons I'm not in charge of a billion-dollar company. Even then, minefields runs wild. <laughs> but, yeah, I believe, uh, this has been Minefields. This is dangerous. This transmission is over. Bag him and board him. <laughs>